Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. and happy Monday. We got a special treat for you. Today's show, real simple. Sit back and enjoy one hour conversation about policies and issues, not gotchas and and opinions with Donald Trump right after these commercial messages. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, Add lean to your healthy diet and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code JUSTNEWS15. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute or alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Hey folks, it's John Solomon here. Today, I want to shine a light on AMAC, an organization who's dedicated to America's seniors, but is vital for conservatives of all ages. AMAC stands out by not only advocating for senior issues, but also by pushing for conservative values that affect us all. By joining, you're not just supporting our senior citizens, you're part of a movement defending the freedoms that made this country great and to ensure that we secure our nation's future. Plus, membership brings you exclusive benefits like discounts on travel, dining, and entertainment, and of course, special insurance rates, one of the things I like. Regardless of your age, if you're driven to preserve freedom, AMAC welcomes you. This is about uniting youthful vigor with the wisdom of experience and our quest to keep this country great. Sign up now for amac.us slash justnews. And for a limited time, you get a free gift membership for someone else who shares your love for our great nation. Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us slash justnews. That's amac.us slash justnews and extend the invitation to a friend or family member for free. What a great opportunity. I want to start with a little news today because a lot of people are 
trying to find out where you are with the House. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people would like you to be House Speaker. You put your weight behind uh, Jim Jordan. Will you go up to the Hill next week? What will you do next week to get this? Well, I haven't decided. Uh, Jim is fantastic. He has some great people. Look, we have some great Republicans. You know them all. Yeah. And uh, I guess we have some that aren't perfect. <laughs> but uh, Jim is a fantastic person, a tremendous career. He's always been top at what he did. You know, he was a wrestler in college, and he was like a champion all over the yeah. country. He was the number one. And, uh, you know, when you think that's not only muscle power, that's power up here, too. Of course. Because you can't just do it with the muscle, with the heft. He's a great guy. He's been very successful, very respected. He's doing a fantastic job right now. And he's been with me all the time. I mean, literally from as I was announcing that I was running, he was endorsing me. Yeah. And there's something nice about that. So I think he'll do well. I hope he does well. He's got competition, as you understand. Sure. And they're friendly with me, too. Very nice people and good people. Uh, we'll see what happens. When you look out, sir, at the party, how would you want them to come out of this two-week moment? And what advice do you give them to get ready to get girded for the 2024 race? I think two words, strong and united. We need stronger people. We need, str like, we have such power and they don't use it, but the Democrats use their power and they use it very horribly into like the weaponization and things that nobody's ever seen outside of a banana republic. But we need power, we need strength, and we also have to have more unity. The one thing you see with them is they're always, they voted to impeach me with a unanimous vote and half of them said this is ridiculous on a phone call that turned out to be perfect, by the way. You now, your report was that Trump turned out to be absolutely right on that phone call and I got impeached over it. And yet they had a unanimous vote but we also had a unanimous vote on the Republicans. We had 197 votes yeah. out of 197. And that's something you don't see very often. So that was very nice. But uh, I think they need strength and they need unity, those two words. Yeah. Mr. President, thank yes. you again for being with us today. I want to talk about the border, something very concerning to AMAC members and right. Americans. Uh, some reports by agents and reporters are telling us that over 200,000 illegal aliens crossed the board border last month alone. Now, during your presidency, you took unprecedented action, declaring it a national emergency. You built 500 miles of a wall. What additional steps will you take as a second term, in a second term, to secure the border and prevent what we're seeing. So I had a lot of things. Number one, we built a tremendous amount of wall and we got Mexico. When I say Mexico to pay, they paid much more. Mexico paid for a lot of it in the sense that we got 28,000 soldiers from Mexico free of charge. Now, wasn't that easy? I told them, if you don't do it, we're going to have to tariff all your products coming into the United States. And they said, we would love to do it. <laughs> but they gave us 28,000 soldiers. That was a big thing. We're the safest border in history. We also ended the catch and release in the United States. We had catch and release, but it was into Mexico. Uh, catch and release is a disaster where they catch somebody. It can be a convicted horror show and we release them and they say, come back in five years for a trial. Nobody ever comes back. So we ended that. We ended. We had a stay in Mexico policy that nobody thought we could get. And uh, we just had a more than anything else. We built over. We built 561. They said 450, but it's 561 miles of wall. We were going to add another 200. I said we we're going to do 400. We did 561. We're going to add another two. And this is fighting McConnell and right. Paul Rhino. Okay, I'm, I got to fight Rhino, and I had to fight McConnell, and uh, probably just as hard as I had to fight Nancy Pelosi in many ways. It was terrible. But we took it out of the military. The military has been great. 
because I considered it an invasion into our country. And we built all of that while we were ready to do another 200 miles. It was all bought. You saw the steel. It's all over the place. Now I heard they were selling it for 10 cents on the dollar. And it's perfect. You know, it's exactly what the Border Patrol. I went to the Border Patrol. I thought we'd have concrete plank 40 or 50 or 60 feet high, like on a parking garage, concrete plank. They said, sir, it's no good. It doesn't work because you have to be able to see through it. We need steel, we, you know, as opposed to concrete. We actually need both. And we designed a wall that they wanted. I didn't want to have any excuses. So it's steel, concrete, and rebar. And on top, we had an anti-climb right. thing, a piece of steel, which is anti-climb. And we had mountain climbers come in and try and climb. And we actually had people that deal with drugs come in and try and climb it. And it was the hardest one to do. It was, it was great. So we built it. And then we had a terrible, terrible thing happen in the election. We were going to add 200 miles. It was all bought. It would have taken three weeks to put up. And instead of three weeks to put up, they actually took it away. And some, some of it has been just stolen, gone. And you can imagine uh, the best wall you can buy, the most expensive stuff you can buy. And uh, it's been uh, stolen in a lot of cases. And it's been taken away. So they now say we're going to build 20 miles. The problem with 20 miles, it's nothing. 20 miles is nothing. There are certain areas. Uh, the reason I'm, I added 200 is because when you did the 561 miles, all of a sudden, you know, it's like water. All of a sudden, there are other places that didn't have a problem, but now all of a sudden they have a problem. So we're going to have that done in a period of three weeks. Everything was built. Everything was done. The hard part was done. All we had to do is place it. And that was getting ready to be done. And then we had that ridiculous result in the election. And it just sat there. And now I hear they sold a lot of it for a very small amount of money. Yeah. Now they say we're going to build it, but they're only going to build 20 miles. And they probably won't even build that. Yeah. These contractors must have made a fortune. They'll get more money for not building the wall. They say, what do you mean? I mean, I know the contractor world. They'll say, what do you mean? We spent all this money to get. We need much more money not to build it than to build it. That's what they do. And I guarantee there's nobody in Biden's group that's negotiating. I hear they made a fortune. And it's too bad. We would have had 750 miles of wall. But we have five. We have a, we have a tremendous amount. We built a lot. And that's what gave us the safety. And also Mexico was great. You know, the president of Mexico, really. Uh, he's a socialist. But you can't have everything. And we got along great. He's a fantastic man. And uh, he gave us 28,000 soldiers. And we had the best border. And now you have the worst border, I think, in history. Yeah, it's amazing. Sir, you talked about negotiating from a position of strength, which you've done your yeah. whole career. You have to. Republicans are going to, uh, after they get through the speaker battle, they're going to have to get a budget deal in place. What advice would you give them to get something like on the border, get something on spending cuts? What advice do you have for them? So... I like Kevin a lot, but I disagreed with him so much on two things. Debt ceiling, mm -hmm. most of all, and this recent border, the, the recent, uh, and it is sort of a border disaster because they should have had that and they didn't have that they taken did, care of. They could have had it. But the recent budget uh, disaster. And I said, Kevin, this is the president's situation. This isn't you. Whoever's, I don't mean Biden, because Biden, I don't even think he knows what's going on. I think this is the president's, whoever president is. Yes. It's not yours. And Kevin worked so hard. And in all fairness, in one sense, you have to respect it. In another sense, I thought it was not the right thing to do. Let them solve their problems. And I really thought we'd have a close-up. And after the close-up, we'd negotiate a great deal. 
But you didn't have that. Kevin wanted to keep it open. And he said, we will not let our country close. I said, Kevin, I think it's wonderful what you're saying, but this is really whoever president is. This is the president's problem, not your problem. And you would have been, you said, negotiate from strength. You would have been negotiating from strength. And all of a sudden they announced out of the wind, they announced that they have a deal. And I won't soon forget the picture of Chuck Schumer jumping up and down, high-fiving everybody because it was a big victory for them. They solved the problem for Biden. And I don't mind doing that if we get something good for the country. I want to do that. Look, you know, I said it the other day to somebody that was shocked. I wish Biden were doing a great job, even though that would be very hard politically, as opposed to the worst job. He's the worst president in history, the most corrupt president in history, and most incompetent president by far. There's no, he can't even get off a stage, can't put two sentences together. But I wish he was doing a phenomenal job, even if it meant that, you know, most likely you wouldn't be elected or whatever. But he's doing the worst job in the history of our country. You talk about the border, you talk about anything, talk about Afghanistan. There's never been a more embarrassing period of time in our country's history than what took place in Afghanistan. And there was no reason for that. You don't take the military out first. And, uh, you know, it's so sad to see. But I would have much preferred uh, Kevin is is a very good man and he did something very he meant to do well but nothing was gained by you know they gave an extension but nothing was gotten for either republicans or for frankly the country by doing that and i think people were ready to really start negotiating and negotiating hard and they thought it would close for a period of time it closes the big one was the debt ceiling though we could have gotten everything we could have we could have solved the problems of this country with debt ceiling. And instead, Mitch McConnell, who's one of the worst Republicans in history, he is so bad. He's so bad. He's so, you can't say he's stupid, but essentially he uses campaign financing to get senators on his side. Okay, so I don't know. Do you call that leadership? I don't know. But what he's done is so horrible. So they got debt ceiling transferred into my administration. Thank you very much. And we could have gotten everything with that. So that was bigger, much bigger than when we're talking about the budget, much bigger. That was budget times 20. And that was blown. These are the worst negotiators I've ever seen. I've never seen negotiators like this. They get nothing. And I told Kevin, I said, if you do this, I believe you're going to lose your speakership. And right. in all fairness to him, he wanted to do what he thought was the right thing. And I personally think he played right into the Democrats' hands. But he lost his speakership over it. That's amazing. Mr. President, currently Social Security is on track to be insolvent in 2033, which means that seniors would see a 23% cut in their benefits. Yeah. So as president, what action might you take to help preserve and protect Social Security? We have a country that's potentially very rich. It's very poor right now because we're... Very stupid. If you look at Saudi Arabia, some of the oil producing nations, they're the richest nations. We have more oil than they do. Oil and gas, we have more than anybody. We have, if you look at the top of those big oil wells, you see those big fire flames. That's stuff that we're throwing away. That's gas. We're throwing it away. We're burning it. We have it free. We have more than any other nation. And then we had Anwar that I got approved that Ronald Reagan couldn't get approved. Nobody could get it approved. The biggest in the world, as big as Saudi Arabia may be, a big, may be bigger in Alaska. And Biden threw it away. I got it done. I was so happy with that. 
Nobody said it could be. Nobody thought it could be done. I got it done. Think of it probably bigger than Saudi Arabia. And we, the bottom line, we have more than any other country in the world. And we started off in third place. And by the time I finished, we were in first place by a lot. And we were going to be energy dominant. We were energy. I tell you, we were totally independent on energy. We didn't need anybody's energy. We didn't have to give them arms or armies or we didn't have to guard anybody. We didn't have to keep gulfs open. We were totally set. And we were going, I would say, within six months, we would have been dominant. We were going to supply the oil and gas for Europe. Little things like that. We were going to supply it for everybody. We had so much, and we had the best extraction. We had the best of everything. And we would have made so much money that Social Security and other things would have been able to be taken care of. If you look at the balance sheet of Saudi Arabia and some of these countries, and you say, do you have debt? They look at you. They don't know what the word debt means. What do you mean debt? When they buy 200 Boeing 777s, I once said, how do you finance that? How do you? They looked at me like, finance? We have more than anybody. And we were going to be dominant to a level that nobody's ever seen before. We were going to make so much money. And we were going to start paying down debt. And we were going to take care of Social Security. The one thing I won't, I won't stand for people paying more. You know, Ron DeSanctimonious wants to raise everybody's Social Security. He wants to raise the minimum age to 70. And he wants to screw around with Medicare. He can't do that because there are so many other ways of doing it. But with energy, we have more than anybody else. And all of this fake energy that they talk about, the Green New Deal stuff, the Green New Deal is the destruction of our country. That's what every time you hear that, think about the destruction of our country. You know, wind is about 50 times more expensive per kilowatt hour. There's many ways of measuring it. But the bottom line, it's much, much uh, more expensive. If you take a natural gas, which is very clean, Uh, And if you look at it at three cents, you could look at wind at about 50 cents. That's where you are. And uh, that's like unacceptable. And, you know, Germany tried. They tried. Angela was she tried two big experiments, let two million people into our country. That didn't work out too well. And the other one was she wanted to go all green. So they closed all the coal plants and they stopped even their nuclear plants. And they went green for a little while and they were going to go out of business in about two minutes. And now they're building coal plants all over the place. China's building a coal plant every four days. And here we are talking about uh, nonsense that doesn't have the power or the technology to fire up our big factories and plants. And it's very, very expensive. So uh, it's going to go away. Uh, We have more of, uh, you know, when you talk about cars, they want to go all electric, but we have gasoline. We have more gasoline than anybody's ever had. And yet they don't want to make gasoline cars. They want to make all electric cars. And I was in Michigan a week ago. I met with the United Auto Market Workers, and these are unbelievable people. We were packed. You saw thousands and thousands of people. It was supposed to be a little small meeting, talking to some of the leadership. And now I see they're going exactly with what I'm saying. I said, your problem isn't what you're getting per hour. You're not going to have a job in two years because every electric vehicle is going to be made in China or someplace else, but not here, but mostly China. I said, so your problem, don't worry about how much you're paying you an hour. Worry about where you're going to be working in two years because you're not going to be making automobiles. And I noticed that now is their theme. So I did a good job. (laughs) But I think we're going to get, I don't know if we're going to get union support at the top. But I guarantee almost every auto worker is going to be voting for Trump because we're going to reinvigorate our 
automobile business. And we're going to have electric cars, but we're going to have gasoline-fueled cars. We're going to have gasoline. We're going to have hybrids. We're going to have everything. They want to take our trucks and make them all electric. But the problem is they don't work. The batteries are too big. You can't store them. They're not strong enough. It's not strong enough. And they can't go far enough. Same thing as a car. An electric car can't go far enough. Maybe someday they will, but right now they can't. And they cost very, they cost a lot of money. So I had great meetings with the auto workers. And I think we're going to win Michigan. And I think we're going to bring back tremendous numbers of jobs. If I'm elected, if Biden's elected, you're not going to have any automobile manufacturing business. It's gone. And I don't know Sean Fain. I don't know. I never met him. Right. But I will tell you, uh, he's doing a tremendous disservice to his people by not endorsing Trump. Now, he hasn't endorsed Biden, but right. for 700 years, they've been endorsing a Democrat. That's all they endorse is a Democrat. But this Democrat and this, this group of radical left lunatics, they're going to put the automobile business. It's gone. So is the trucking business. So is everything gone. Uh, we're not going to manufacture trucks here anymore. We're not going to manufacture anything. They even want to turn our army tanks into electric, even though they don't work properly and they don't go far enough. And nobody knows where they store the batteries. You know, the batteries are massive. Yeah, they are. What, maybe they'll build something on the back of it to carry these. The batteries are bigger than the tank, yeah. but they want to make army tanks that are all electric. Yeah. These people are crazy, John. These people are crazy. Think of it. They want an all electric tank. So you can take this tank into a hostile area and bomb the hell out of everyone, shoot the hell, knock everything down. But you're doing it in an environmentally friendly way. No fumes. There's yeah, no fumes. Yeah, there's no fumes yeah. We're doing the problem is it won't go far yeah. and you can't charge it. Can't so stop or recharge it. These people, these people are they're, they're such crazy people. They're destroying our country. President Trump, would you keep Biden's electric vehicle tax credit in place for those who bought and, and build uh, electric vehicles? So what's, what it's doing is it's taking the automobile business because everybody lo- that builds a car loses $60,000. And the government is basically paying for that. It's ridiculous. You're going to have these companies make money and not get government subsidy. The same thing with energy, by the way. Wind, they give subsidy. Solar, they give subsidy. Oil and gas, they don't give any subsidy. All you do is make money with it. And it's much more powerful. It powers the plants. And coal, by the way, clean coal. Clean coal. They can do things with coal now that they wouldn't have even dreamt for West Virginia and Wyoming and a lot of places. It's phenomenal. But they don't want to go there because it doesn't work well on their platforms, on their, with their people. But uh, we will do things that nobody ever thought possible. We'll bring the car business back to Michigan and other places at a level that nobody's ever seen before. I was ready to do it. We were all set to go. And then we had the COVID situation and we had to focus on other things. We did a great job with it, too, but we had to focus on other things. Folks, do anywhere more with my exclusive interview with Donald Trump in this AMAC Just the News special project, a presidential town hall with Donald Trump right after these messages. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34 plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold 
makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it, with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends, who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Sir, um, a lot of people don't know this, but at the end of your first administration, you were working to build a plan to shrink government, to get it down to size, get the American yep. people their money back. Uh, a decade ago, the, the federal budget was $3.7 trillion. This year, with the deal McCarthy made in April, the most it'll be about $7.1 trillion. It's almost doubled in just 10 years. Tell us a little bit about the ideas you were starting to put on the table that you've developed since to shrink government. So we were going to do things. Well, I'll give you an example. Uh, cars and all of the subsidy that we're giving to everybody. Yeah. Uh, they want to do chips. They want to have chips. So they're giving billions and billions and billions of dollars to these chip manufacturers that, by the way, make billions of dollars. Do. So we take them out of Taiwan. But all we have to do is put a tariff on the chips coming in and we'll make our chips here because these companies have a lot of money to start off. So why are we fueling this industry by doing so much? Uh, we have so many excess workers. So uh, I want to move the Department of Education into the states because, you know, I'm going to Iowa. I'm going to New Hampshire. I'm going to places that will do a fantastic job running their own education. And... I need like one desk and one good person in Washington. We don't need anybody. The only thing I want to make sure is that every state is going to make sure you speak English in their educational programs. You know, we, we can't let it get to, too totally out of control. So we have the worst education almost in the large world, the, uh, the world that people know about. Let's say if you take the top 40 countries, we're about at the bottom of the list. We're number 38, 39, 40. Yeah. Norway, Denmark, Sweden, China. Think of that. China is a top five. We spend double and triple what every other country. There's no country that comes to us. We spend more per people, and we're at 40. So what I want to do is end the Department of Education, get it out of Washington, move it back to the states. Some states will do a phenomenal job. People like Henry McMaster, and uh, you take a look at what... Uh, Governor Nome has done. Yeah, in South Dakota. In yeah. South Dakota. You look at that. You look at some of these states. They will do a phenomenal job. Some of them won't do as good, frankly. New York, we'll see. But we can give them half the money 
that we're spending now, you would save half of your education budget and you'll have a much better chance at phenomenal education. And some of the states will give you phenomenal education. Some of the states will be up there with Norway, Denmark and Sweden. They're going to be up in China. They'll be up there. And it's something I wanted to do. And again, we're all set. I was set to do it. I wanted to get a different uh, uh, secretary of education because I didn't think she was able to do that. And I was all set to do when COVID came in. It's one of those things. But I have people lined up that are phenomenal for education. I have people lined up that are phenomenal at every level. You know, it's interesting. When I first came in, number one, I wasn't a politician. Number two, I was only in Washington 17 times, according to the fake news. So maybe it's fake. <laughs> but they said 17 times. I never, I never stayed over in D.C. So I didn't know the D.C. establishment. But I know it now. And I know the good ones and the smart ones and the dumb ones and the... I know, I think I know them all, and I know some unbelievable people. I had to rely on people, and, and we had great people. We did. We had unbelievable people, as you know, but we had some people that I would have uh, rather not had. And I don't think we'll have very much. Every president has people that didn't turn out. I had some people that were guaranteed to be great, and I didn't think they were very good. And then I had some that I didn't think were going to be as good, and they turned out to be superstars. You know about that. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to have some incredible people. But we're going to take... Education, we're going to move it in. I already did that with the Department of Interior. We moved it out of Washington. A lot of yeah. people don't like to talk about that. David, who did yeah. a fantastic job, right. but we moved it out of D.C. And uh, we have that for a number of them. Uh, and just basically, we're going to run them well. The one thing we have to do is defense. We have to make sure that we have good defense because we have some very hostile countries out there, but they're not going to be hostile with me. They would have never gone in and raided Ukraine. Putin would have never. He used to talk to him about it. He knew he couldn't do it. He knew he wouldn't do it. He couldn't do it. And he didn't do it for four years. You were never you've never done a story. Gee, I think they're going to raid no. Ukraine. Mm -hmm. There was nothing even close. Uh, China with Taiwan. Same thing. President Xi. I had a great relationship with him. Uh, he's a great gentleman in many ways. He's tough. You know, when you say he's a great gentleman, immediately it's breaking news. Trump said right, he's a great right. gentleman. That's terrible. Right. Uh, if you say he's smart. I remember once I said, yeah, he's very smart. He controls 1.4 billion people with an iron fist. He's very smart. They said, he said he's smart. You know, like I'm not supposed to say smart. Okay, he's not smart. These people are crazy. But uh, I had a great relationship with him, very good relationship with Putin. We wouldn't have had any of these problems. And for a second reason, we wouldn't have had, because oil would be $40 a barrel instead of $115 a Didn't barrel. Find his world. Mm -hmm. And you know it's getting up there again it now is. to a record. 90, yeah. And as long as oil is up there, Putin's got no problem. He's very rich right now because Biden, you know, it's funny with Biden. That guy is, just doesn't have a clue. He says that Ukraine's going to win. In the meantime, oil is going up again to a level that Putin has more money than anybody. Yeah. Because he makes his money from oil, and oil is going to be at $115 a barrel. That means he's making a fortune prosecuting a war. He's prosecuting a war, making an absolute, he's making a mint. And so it wouldn't have happened because we had it down to $40 a barrel. At $40 a barrel, it's called you make a living. At $115 a barrel, you make a fortune. And normally when you're doing war, you lose a lot of money and a lot of lives. Uh, and he lost lives, but he was making a lot of money, he was making more money than he's ever made. Mm -hmm. amazing. One of the many things that you did very well was help increase health care yeah. price transparency. Yeah. And I think that's so important and key to lowering health care costs. Recently, Congress was set to vote on legislation, but that was delayed. What would you do in your second term to help 
prioritize health care price transparency to lower the cost of health insurance right. for average Americans. So I did transparency and everybody said you couldn't get it done and I got it done. And they said, sir, it kicks in in one year. I said, I better win this election because otherwise this guy's going to get credit for it. <laughs> but the problem is they destroyed it. Instead of sitting back, you know, if Biden would have, he likes going to the beach, obviously, right? Some one of his consultants says he looks good in the bathing suit. If he would have just gone to the beach every single day and left the border alone, left price transparency alone, left all of the things we did medically. You know, Right to Try has been a tremendous success where you can now use medicines that yeah, are space age, are incredible. Right. Somebody's terminally ill and they say we can't give them the medicine because we don't want to make them, we don't want to hurt them. Well, they're terminally ill, they're going to be dying. Right. And I got that approved through Congress. It was not easy. We had some great people that helped. I got Democrat yeah. support, but they've been trying to get that for 52 years. I got it Right to Try. So instead of going to Asia, Europe, all these, if they have money, most people went home and they died. But instead of going to Asia, Europe, all over the world looking for something, we have the best, we have the best labs in the world here. We have the best doctors. We have the best everything. But we don't want to lose all of that. But right to try is so incredible. So we got the people the right to use medicine, space age, and thousands of people are alive today. In many cases, those people are thriving. They, they're 100% okay. Amazing. That would all be dead right now. It's an amazing thing. Important it's stuff. one of the things that a lot of people don't talk about it, but no, Right to Try is, is an amazing thing that took place. Folks, do anywhere more with my exclusive interview with Donald Trump in this AMAC, Just the News special project, a presidential town hall with Donald Trump right after these messages. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old-fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. Older Americans are most vulnerable to these types of thefts, and that's because they more often own their homes outright. An 88-year-old Florida woman recently discovered that scammers forged her signature, created a fake deed to her home, and then took her property. Those who buy a property from a deed theft scammer often become victims as well. What can you do to protect yourself? It's simple. My good friends at Home Title Lock provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge your signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner, and bam, your home is not in your name, and all of a sudden, debts are being taken out against it. That's why Home Title Lock is my choice. Find out for free when you use my code JUSTNEWS at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your home's title and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection free. So go to hometitlelock.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's the promo code JUSTNEWS at hometitlelock.com. Go there today. Folks, Feel the Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount 
of fruit and vegetables in my diet. And listen, it's, I'm just too busy to go to the store, clean up the vegetables, cook uh, uh, vegetable dinners, and make sure I hit the fruit. A field of greens stepped in. One scoop of powder in my drink or on my eggs in the morning, and boom, I was off and feeling better. And suddenly, I was losing weight. I was sleeping better. My metabolism went up. My blood sugar went down. My cholesterol went down. And my weight went down. And my doctor said, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it doing. You know what that is? It's Field of Greens. That's what I've been doing. Field of Greens is radically different. Each organic fruit and vegetable was medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. I trust Field of Greens to keep me healthy. I promise you, you're going to love this product. But if for any reason you don't, they'll give you 100% money back guarantee. Now, you're going to get 15% off your first order plus free rush shipping because of the incredible partnership we have here at Just the News with Brick House Nutrition and, of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer, visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. A lot of people see the world and they're scared about what we see, uh, the possibility of war with, between China and Taiwan, yeah. the continuation of Ukraine, that's spilling in. You've always had a plan for how you would roll back Russia, how you would keep China from doing what it is. Can you give us some sense? I obviously want to give the strategy away, but sort of the principles that might. Uh, and there's also the coupling now of China and Russia, which is very dangerous. Not even possible to believe so. I know. When I was young, I used to I loved history. And the one thing I had a teacher said, the one thing you don't want to see is Russia and China yeah. unite. And they're natural enemies because they share a border. Right. And Russia has plenty of land and China doesn't have enough land. That's usually not a good sign, okay? Yeah. China needs land and Russia has it, but it's not going to give it up, right? They're natural enemies. And Biden and Obama forced them together through stupidity, through energy, really, through energy. Uh, they forced them together. And they're pretty well united now. And that's something that should never have been allowed to happen. And it would have never happened with me. That wasn't going to happen. The problem in Ukraine would have not happened. Zero chance that it would have happened. For two reasons. I just said the price of oil uh, wouldn't have happened for that because I was at a much lower number. So he wouldn't have had the money. And also because I told him you can't do it. And if you do it, I'm going to have to do this and that and that and that. To which he said, you're not going to do that. I said, I will. I got along with him very well. I said, Vladimir, I will do it. He said, you won't. I said, I will. And he didn't believe I was going to do it, but he believed me 10%. And that's why you never saw any sign of this stuff. I, it was incredible. A couple of months after I was out, I'm saying, you know, they're going to do something here. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that we were so grossly incompetent in Afghanistan. Not in pulling out, because I was the one that got us down to 2,500 soldiers. I was getting out, but we were going to get out with strength and dignity, keep Bagram. We were going to keep the big air base. Right. The air base, not because of Afghanistan, but it's one hour away from where China makes their nuclear weapons. Right. And you know who has that air base now? China. Yeah. The biggest runways in the world. Massive. was built many years ago with, with very big dollars. And uh, they spent billions of dollars years ago. And we fled in the dark of night, we left the dogs behind, by the way. A lot of people say, what happened to the dogs? They left the dogs behind and they left the lights on and they fled. And that's where they should have done the evacuation, by the way, because it's a very big area. And you don't have, you know, you're not right in the middle of this very heavily populated area. All those soldiers died. All of the uh, 
$85 billion worth of equipment. We gave them brand new tanks and planes and goggles and 700,000 rifles and guns, 70,000 vehicles, many of them armor-plated. Do you know that Afghanistan is one of the top three it might be the top two, but one of the top three uh, arms dealers now in the world. They're selling what we, what we fled from. Frightening. It's not even believable. No, right? I know not, it's not. So when Russia saw this, they said, wow, this administration's incompetent. The United States is no longer the same. They respected us when I was in charge. They re- as you know, I think pretty, both of you pretty well. They respected us. They had a lot of uh, respect. The way China treats us, they treat us like we're a second-class citizen. Uh, nobody ever talked to us that way with China. And I had a good relationship Can until COVID. Them, do you think? Excuse me? Do you, do you have a strategy for decoupling them as part of this effort? Well, that, at least partial decouple, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Uh, they may very well turn out to be fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, look, it, it's very popular politically. We're going to decouple them. Yeah, right. But I think I have a, I'd have a very good relationship with China. Don't forget, I took in hundreds of billions of dollars. I tariffed and taxed China. During my administration, we took in hundreds of billions of dollars from China. Hundreds of billions. We were doing great with China. And then when COVID came, that was, you know, that was that you couldn't take that because that what they did to the world. I mean, what it all came out of Wuhan. I said that to you a long time ago. It's Wuhan. And they used to make fun of it. Now it's the truth. I used to. Yeah. They used to say, oh, it came out of Wuhan. I knew that. That was their lab. If you look, that's where the bodies were. It all came out of Wuhan. And they tried to say 2,000 miles away in a bat cave. Then they tried to say it came from France, it came from Italy, it came from the United States, and, you know, everything else. But I would not let them get away with it. We stopped that. You know, it came out of Wuhan, and now that's been essentially proven. Now, all of these things wouldn't have happened. Now that they've happened, it's a much worse situation. I would have negotiated a deal. You didn't even have to negotiate a deal with Ukraine. I could have kept it the way it was. No deal. No loss of property, no loss of anything. Could have kept it the way it was, and no wars. But you could have also given some areas that are inclined to be Russian, where the people speak Russian, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And you could have had a country. Now what do you have? You have cities, almost every city is bombed to the ground. And Kiev would be very quickly if they wanted to, not deciding to do that. You know, you have to say that's a big war machine. And some people, Viktor Orban is one of the greatest men uh, anywhere in the world as a leader. Uh, as you know, he, he heads a country that fronts on both, right? Mm-hmm. Hungary. And he's uh, a real leader. He's, a, he's not very popular with the European Union, but he didn't allow anybody in. He didn't have riots. He didn't have killings. He's got no crime. He's got a lot of, a lot of good things. And he told me that Russia's, you know, very much more powerful than Ukraine when I talked to him not so long ago, but even a long time ago. He said, no, this is it's not a fair match, not a fair match. And Biden is out there saying we will not leave until this is totally won and this and that. He doesn't know what he's saying. This guy doesn't know. I'll tell you what, Biden is going to end up starting World War Three. And his aptitude is very low. His intelligence is, it was low 30 years ago, but now it's at a level that nobody can believe. We have an incompetent man negotiating nuclear weapons. You could very well end up in World War III with this guy. You could very well, and with me, you're never going to end up in World War III. You know, one of the things I'm most proud of is that 
this crazy Hillary, I don't call her crooked anymore, I use that term for Biden. But this uh, Hillary Clinton, she said the other day, cult. Uh, she'll say anything that comes to her mind because she still hasn't recovered. But she was talking about all of the, the things that are going on. And during the debates, remember, she said, he will cause us war. Yeah. He's going to get us into war. No, she was talking about my personality. His personality, look at him, his personality is going to get us into war. I said, no, my personality is going to keep us out of war. That's what happened. My personality kept us out of war. My personality made great trade deals with other countries that would never even make them. I made a new deal with Japan, with Abi, who I loved, right. special man. Yeah, he was no. assassinated. Terrible loss. Uh, with France, with so many, you know all the deals we made. We made phenomenal trade yeah. deals. We took the worst trade deals and made them integrate. USMCA instead of NAFTA. Middle East peace. Uh, Middle East peace. The Abraham, the Abraham Accords, Accords are historic. Yeah. 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 And that should have been done. Right now, that would, every single country, probably even including Iran, I'll make a statement, because Iran wanted to negotiate with us, and, you know, Iran was doing very poorly, and China wasn't buying, and nobody was buying, because I said, you don't buy until we make a deal. Iran would have come out great, and everybody would have been happy. We would have had total Middle East peace. In the meantime, the Abraham Accords were a fantastic thing. Everyone said, where is your Nobel Peace Prize? I said, they only give it to people that don't deserve it, right? Yeah. They gave it to Obama. He didn't even know why he got it. Yeah. But uh, we did a great job, and we will do a great job again. We have to close up the borders. We have to strengthen our economy. Our economy is horrible. Yeah. You know, the economy is only going along because of the fumes of what we did. It's, it's just going on our fumes. What they're doing is so crazy. But we have to do something with our border because they're poisoning our country with millions and millions of people coming in. And we really do. We have a serious chance of going into World War III. And this will be a war like this is obliteration. This is not army tanks shooting at each other. This isn't two planes up in the air shooting around. This is uh, weaponry, the likes of which nobody can even imagine. Yeah. I know that weaponry. Do you, do you worry about AI, artificial intelligence? I do. I, I hate yeah. seeing it. I mean, I've seen... I've seen pictures of me making statements on the Internet that I never made that are horrendous statements. You know, it's like right. you could cause a war with this stuff. Right. It's me talking uh, yeah. and saying things that I never said. It's amazing. And it's perfect. I can't even tell the difference other than I know I didn't, yeah, say, didn't it. say it. Right. That's really dangerous. Yeah. That's really, really dangerous. What they could do is so incredible but I can't think of any real reason why it's going to be used for the good. It's, you know, the good is fine, but it's going to be used for the bad. But they do things, John, I've never seen anything like it. I, I have, I, I study it. I look stunning. and it's stunning. We could take you. Yeah. We could take both of you. Yeah. And you yeah, could and take, that was the single worst interview we've ever done yeah. with Donald Trump. He was horrible. He was. And you know what? He'd look like me. Nobody would know. I know that you actually think it was the greatest interview you've ever done. It's amazing. You're right. It's really a problem. It's very dangerous. So it's we just have a few minutes left. I know Rebecca had a more personal question. Go ahead. Ask you. Yeah, I do. I have, uh, I, have, I have two quick questions for you, sir. I'm a grandparent. The people I speak to, friends, family, and strangers, even all of our members, AMAC members, that is, they are concerned that this gender woke ideology mm. that's being sh you know, shoved down our children's throats really in schools, they call that a cult. Um, That's a cult. It, it sure feels like it. Would you sign federal legislation as president to protect our children? Well, you know, I already did, and they undid it. 
Uh, they come in and they undo it. Yeah. Uh, the good thing about executive orders is you can do it quickly. The bad thing is it can be undone pretty quickly. And in the meantime, you look at Congress the way it's, you know, moribund. It's, it's just so, you know, it doesn't move. But you can do things quickly, but you can undo things. For instance, in the military, you have, you know, things that I signed. I would meet with generals, the real generals, not the millies of the world, the real generals. I had great, you know, I defeated ISIS yeah. with great generals. One, I did that. I did so much in the military. I rebuilt the military. So That's I got to meet money. some. Man. We have a Soleimani, al-Baghdadi. Right. The big ones, all the big ones. We did a phenomenal job. I defeated ISIS. Nobody said, you know, they said it would be impossible to do that. It would take years. I did it in four weeks. We have an amazing military, and we have unbelievable generals. And I went to them, and I talked about the transgender. And, and I said, speak to me. Is it okay? They said, sir, it's terrible. It's terrible. Don't forget, you can't have virtually an aspirin in the military. But transgender, not only the operation and the cost, and, but the amount of drugs is necessary. It's like right. unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But when I spoke to him, to a, to a man, and these are great people that I got to know. I know many generals. We have far too many, by the way. You know, we have far too many. We, had, we have doubled the number of generals we had in World War II. When we won World War II, we don't win anything anymore. We don't win anything anymore. We don't. We have leadership, not the military. We have leadership that doesn't know what they're doing. But uh, I went to them and I said, what do you think? And they said, don't do it. That doesn't mean they want to go on television and say, but I'll do it. So I ended it, but they put it back as soon as they came back in. Uh, you know, one of the things I say, and I can't believe it, is uh, as an example, uh, we will not have men playing women's sports. People go crazy. But you know where they really go crazy when I say, we will stop the mutilation of your children. Yep. Can you imagine having to make that statement 10 or 15 years ago? People would no. say, what is this guy crazy? What do you mean mutilation? When you were or, in Philadelphia, you made that statement in front of the moms, Moms for Liberty, and everybody stood up there because they understand it's, it's actually happening. They now. mutilate your I children know. without your approval. Yeah. Sexual mutilation. And I said, could you imagine 10 or 15 years ago, if you made that statement, they'd carry you off the stage and say, this man, this you have to make that statement now. I, I really think it's an attack on our country. I actually think it's an attack on our country. But when you look at that men playing in women's sports, have you seen the weightlifting records? Yeah. Records that have held for 18, 19 years that are being smashed. I don't mean by an ounce. I mean by hundreds of pounds. It's just absolutely insane what's happening. And we're changing it. We're changing it fast, too. Yeah, I have another question. Uh, you have seen so much in your life, and you've really fought for this country, did an incredible job. Uh, many Americans believe that you can do it again. And you are really I'd an example. I better do it again. We're not going to have a country. We're not going to have a country left. Sir, you are really an example of strength. And it reminds me of this Rocky Balboa uh, quote when he famously told his son, it's not how hard you get hit, but how many punches you can take and keep going. So my question for you, for you, sir, is from where do you get your strength and your hope and faith in the America, America in, in the America people, American people, uh, to keep going. Where does that come from? So I'm a big believer in the racehorse theory. You know, fast racehorses had very good parents, smart parents, good parents, and they lived to an old age. Uh, and I think I believe that. I believe in that. But I also think that um, 
I have a great enthusiasm for love of this country. I have a great enthusiasm for a very simple term, MAGA, Make America Great Again, or America First. You could call it numerous things. Uh, I watched Joe Biden the other day. We will stop MAGA. I, if I asked him what MAGA stands for, he wouldn't even know. It's Make America Great Again. You know, this, what's wrong with that, right? We're a laughing stock now all over the world. They see thousands of kids running into department stores. I looked at a department store two days ago. Thousands of kids. The whole place, like five stores, this massive store, I won't even name it. This massive store is just, like, empty. And we could stop that in two minutes. All you have to do is... Be very, very, very rough for about one hour. And the word would spread, and there wouldn't be any problem whatsoever. It would be a phenomenon that would end immediately. You know, in Washington, when they were knocking down statues, I thought it was incredible. And it was the radical left, because I happen to think the radical left is far more dangerous than the right, okay? Many of the right, just they don't want to see murders. They don't want to see our cities blown up. They don't. I think the radical left is far more dangerous than the right, you know, so we have a little disagreement on that. But when the radical left was knocking down statues, they wanted to knock down the statue of Abraham Lincoln, they were headed over to the Jefferson Memorial. They wanted to knock out, and it's a lot of it's, you know, when you do Abraham Lincoln, and they wanted that one out, they wanted to knock down everything, and they started, and I moved very rapidly, and I found a really old law that was passed, yeah. and I reinstituted it. And it said, if you knock down a statue, or even think about it, literally, if you even moved, you get automatically 10 years in jail, and you don't get out at the end of uh, two months, like we have a system. You get 10 years in jail. You, get, you can't get out one day early. It's 10 years. I did it. I made a very public signing. Everything stopped. It was amazing. It's, we didn't have any problem, right? We didn't have any problem after that. But I happen to think that the radical left is far worse and far more dangerous than the right. I think a lot of people on the right are so disgusted with what they're seeing with the woke and all of the other things, the mutilation. Uh, it's, uh, it's very, very sad. And I don't know why that they're not, they're just not attacked. When you look at Portland, what they've done, they've destroyed the city and they've killed a lot of people. Yeah. When you look at what they did in Seattle, where they took over a big percentage of the city, they took it over. Yeah. When you look at so many other things, had I not sent in the National Guard, they knew they were, you know, they were going to attack yeah, the courthouse, right? The following morning. Yeah. And they knew and they left in Seattle. Uh, I saved Minneapolis if I didn't insist. Now, one thing I would do, I would do everything much earlier. You know, I'm not supposed to be doing that. That's supposed to be up to the governor. Yes, right. But yeah. we had the troops all lined up, and they were there, and they went into Minneapolis, and the governor didn't want it. And yet they were burning down the city. I'll never forget the scene of this anchor saying, yeah, it has not been that bad. And behind him, the entire city is like burning oh, yeah. down. Do you remember the scene? I do. He's trying to say, I won't yeah. mention his name, Velchi. I won't mention his name. <laughs> but he's talking up there. And over his shoulder, the entire city is burning down, and he's trying to pretend like things are going very well. Remember, they took over the police precinct? Yeah, that's right. It was burning, and they took it over. They yeah. took it over. Standing they burned cars. It. They and people got killed. And nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about it. Uh, even the time I had. Look, I'll tell you what. When I signed that statute, it was incredible. Everything stopped. And you would stop crime in our cities if you... If you spend one really tough, vicious day and you tell them, 
don't ever do it again, because if you do it again, people are going to get seriously hurt as you walk out of a store carrying two television sets under your arms. It would stop immediately. Stop immediately. Uh, all over the country, it would stop. Would you don't forget, John, we're a laughing stock all over the world. No other country has this. Where and our police are great, but they're not allowed to do anything because they're standing there watching these kids walk out with very expensive items, destroying businesses, and then the business closes and they have empty stores all over the place now. I mean, these stores are empty. Right. They've been destroyed. You're not allowed to do anything because they don't want to lose their family, their pension, their house, their wife. They lose their wife and family. Yeah. And they say, all right, look, I'm, we can't do anything. They're told not to do anything. Yeah. And one thing I'm going to do is I'm going to on a federal basis, I'm going to indemnify any and all police officers from having a problem. Now, people will say, well, that's bad because some will be bad actors, but it's very few. Yeah. But we're going to indemnify. We're going to indemnify the police. We're going to indemnify the city. And we're going to indemnify the state. And they're going to stop crime because some of them don't do it very. You know, there is a big percentage of them don't do it because the liability is tremendous. Right. But we're not going to have the liability. What they're doing to our country is incredible. So I'm going to do an indemnification program for police officers, for police precincts and areas, for cities and for states so that they can fight without having to worry about the fact that they'll spend the next 10 years in court. Yeah. Can I just follow up with that? I know you have to go, but um, for the cities that right now refuse to enforce the law, will you put federal funding at stake for them if they don't start enforcing laws? I'll do everything. I'll do everything. And uh, I'll do things that they never really even thought possible. I think the one thing that was interesting, you know, they're supposed to do this themselves. I'm not supposed to send in the military. I'm not supposed to send in the National Guard. It's up to the governor and the mayors, but it's up to them. Uh, You're talking 99 percent, maybe 100 percent almost. It's all Democrat, liberal, you know, radical left people. It's it's all exclusive. They don't want to do anything. I mean, there's no retribution, no anything. They only go after Trump. They don't go after people that kill people. They only go after Trump. And what what we will do is we're going to have tremendous retribution initially. We have to. You have to. And it'll stop overnight. You won't have that problem anymore. You have to also do a stop and frisk program. You know, we had stop and frisk in New York. Rudy Giuliani did it incredibly. The city became this. It went from one of the most unsafe cities to this. David Dinkins there. Oh, it was a terrible situation. They did strong but fair stop and frisk. And it worked. And then Bloomberg took it a step too far. And it was ruled like unconstitutional or something. We're going to do stop and frisk. And you're going to have to do it. And if you don't do it, your cities, you can't walk down the street. These people, they go for a loaf of bread. They end up being shot and killed. You see the scenes. The scenes over the last few months have been the worst I've ever seen. They're out of control. And added to that now are hundreds of thousands, really millions of illegal immigrants. And these are tough people. These are tough people. These are very aggressive people. These are people that drink too much. These are people that take too much drugs. And these are very, very aggressive people. And these are also people that countries send in the caravans. They put them in. I stopped that whole caravan. I had it stopped because when I was there, they were sending a lot of people in before me. And we stopped caravans from coming in. But these Dictators, presidents, in many cases, friends of mine, they were very smart people, very streetwise people. They put their bad people into these caravans. You know, they don't want their good people to leave. They want their gang members to leave. I'll never forget the CNN interview. 
And why are you here? Do you know the one I'm talking about? And why are you here? Because I wanted to come. Uh, And what have you been accused of? Uh, Murder. Yeah. Remember the woman? I do. And she's trying to make everything set. Murder? That's right. I killed someone. Oh. Okay, back to you, Ned. You know, I don't know if you remember. To yeah, me, there was there was a whole bunch at that time. No, we found out what country. was going there. Emptying the prisons out. That's what was it's, going on. Uh, our country is being destroyed by people that don't know what they're doing. I think they hate our country, and we're going to turn it around. Well, sir, I want to thank you first for allowing Real America's Voice, Justin News, and AMAC to share in this beautiful place and for giving us so much time. We learned a lot tonight. It was a great honor to have well, you thank on. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's hard to believe, but that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, AMAC, Just the News, Presidential Candidate Town Hall Interview Series. We're going to have a whole bunch of these over the next month. A big thank you to AMAC and our good friends there. And remember, if you want to join AMAC and take advantage of what is a $35 five-year membership at AMAC. Here's what you do. You go to amac.us slash townhall. That's a special offer because you listen to today's show. amac.us slash townhall to get a $35 five-year membership. Batch me on my five-year membership. I'm a proud AMAC member. Always love to do that. That's a good thing. amac.us slash townhall. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. We'll be back tomorrow. Folks, financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year, and then the inflation data came out higher than expected again, just like we've been predicting. Friends, this isn't going away anytime soon. It can't. The U.S. is $34-plus trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher, whether it's at the grocery cart or at the gas store. So, You can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. All you got to do to get started, text Just News to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation. The way to do it with gold. All you got to do to get started on that journey with my good friends who I trust more than anyone at Birch Gold Group, text Just News to 989898 right now. History, economics, the great works of literature, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution. Did you study these things in school? Probably not. Or even if you did, like I did, maybe it's time for a refresher. Time and technology have changed a lot of things, but they have not changed basic fundamental truths about the world and our place in it as America. That's why I'm so excited that Hillsdale College is offering more than 40 free online courses in the most important and enduring subject. You can learn about the works of C.S. Lewis, the stories in the book of Genesis, the meaning of the U.S. Constitution, the rise and fall of the Roman Republic, or the history of the ancient Christian church with Hillsdale College's online courses, all available for free. That's right, you heard me, for free. You don't get anything free in the Biden economy today. I personally recommend you sign up for the American Citizenship and its decline. It's with my good friend, the great historian, Victor Davis Hanson. In this eight-lecture course, VDH, as I like to call him, explores the history of citizenship in the West and the threats it faces today. Threats like the erosion of the middle class, the disappearance of our borders, the growth of an unaccountable deep state, and the rise of globalist organizations. The course is self-paced so that you can start whenever and wherever. So start your free course, American Citizenship and Its Decline, with my good friend, Victor Davis Hanson, today. How do you do that? 
Go right now to hillsdale.edu slash justnews to start. It's free and it's easy to get started. And it's an easy URL to remember. All you got to do, go to hillsdale.edu slash justnews. One more time, hillsdale.edu slash justnews.